Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. The first word is chiropterin. C H I P. Nope, nope, nope. C H I R O P T E R A N. Chiropterin. This is a noun from 1835. This synonym is the third form of the word bat, like the fly, fly bat. Uh, why? Why are bats called chiropterans? This is ultimately from the Greek word uh, kir, C-H-E-I-R, chir, kir, I don't know how to pronounce it. That means hand. And then also pteron, or just pteron, which means wing. And there's more at the word feather. I probably said this when we were at the word bat, but yeah, their wings are literally their hands. Their hands and their arms, but mostly their hands. Birds... Uh, you know, they have, it's their arm, it's, you know, it's like an elbow and everything, it's their arm, but if you look at a bat's wings, they, they have, I think, five or so, probably between four and six fingers that make the wing. Their wing is literally their hand, which I think is so fascinating. So, yeah, uh, wing and hand, hand and wing, chiropteran. All right, next we have chirp, C-H-I-R-P, first form Verb from 1557, to make a chirp or a sound resembling a chirp. That was intransitive. Now we have transitive, to utter with a cheerful liveliness, as in, she chirped good morning. Good morning is in quotes. She ch- Okay, so this is not a quote from anybody, supposedly. Uh, to utter with a cheerful liveliness. liveliness. She chirped good morning. Okay. There we go. Uh, Second form of chirp is a noun from circa 1586. The characteristic short, sharp sound, especially of a small bird or insect. Next is chirpy. Adjective from 1837. One, cheerfully lively, as in a chirpy manner. 2A, making chirps. 2B, suggestive of chirping, as in a chirping voice. I don't think I have a chirping voice. Chirpily is an adverb, and chirpiness is a noun. Next is chir, C-H-I-R-R, two R's in there, chir, noun from circa 1600. The short, vibrant, or trilled sound characteristic of an insect, as a grasshopper or cicada. Oh yes, I think the cicadas are just starting to come out. I know that in a lot of parts of the country... Here in the U.S., we've got, I think it's Breed X, Breed X, uh, of the, the 17-year cicadas. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to start hearing a whole bunch of churs from those guys. Uh, and then chur is also an intransitive verb. Next is chirrup. Chirrup, C-H-I-R-R-U-P, noun from 1722. The synonym is just chirp. It's the same thing. And then chirrup is also an intransitive verb. They just simplified it. Chirrup to chirp. Next is chirrupy. We just added a Y adjective from 1808. And yes, the synonym is just chirpy. Same thing. Next we have uh, chiru. Chiru. It's, it's, it's pronounced just like it's spelled. C-H-I-R-U. Chiru. Noun from 1825. An antelope, chiefly of the Tibetan Plateau, having a 
pinkish fawn woolly coat and in the male long nearly straight horns. I will have to post a picture of this chiru. So the scientific name is Panthalops Panthalops Hogsunny. I love trying to say these words. Panthalops Hogsunny. Okay, this is probably of Tibeto-Burman origin. So they they named this uh, this antelope Chiru. Next we have Chirurgeon. Chirurgeon. Is that how you say it? It's sort of like surgeon, but we started with a chir, C-H-I-R. Uh, so it's a, it's a chirurgeon. Chirurgeon. Noun. That's just a fun word to say. Chirurgeon. Uh, noun from the 13th century. And hey, look at this. It is archaic and it the synonym is just surgeon. So they said, we can't say chirurgeon. That's a weird word to say. So we're just going to say surgeon. Uh, this is from Middle English, chirurgeon from Anglo-French, chirurgien from chirurgie, which means surgery. So yeah, we just simplified it to surgeon. Next is chisel. Well, actually, let me backtrack a second. Now, the the, the prefix C-H-I-R is hand. So was this, maybe maybe they thought, maybe you know, maybe the word came from, you know, they're, they're doing the surgeoning with their hands. So they said, well, we got to get the prefix. We got to get the word hand in there somehow, right? So maybe that's where it came from. Um, and literally, maybe they were like, well, this is too hard of a word to say. Oh, that's probably not what they thought. But it did get simplified to just surgeon. Went from chirurgeon to surgeon. Okay, next is chisel. C-H-I-S-E-L, first form, noun from the 14th century. It is a metal tool with a sharpened edge at one end used to chip, carve, or cut into a solid material as wood, stone, or metal. Uh, Let's see, this is from Middle English, Anglo-French, Vulgar Latin, alternative of caeselium or caeselum from the Latin caesus, which is uh, from the verb caedere, which means to cut. That's where the word chisel comes from. Next is the second form of chisel verb from 1509, uh, starting with transitive. One, to cut or work with or as if with a chisel. Two, to employ shrewd or unfair practices on practice... To employ shrewd or unfair practices on in order to obtain one's end. Also, to obtain by such practices. As in, chisel a job. Intransitive, one, to work with or as if with a chisel. To A, to employ shrewd or unfair practices. To B, to thrust oneself. And the synonym is intrude. As in, chisel in on a racket. I have thrusted myself into this racket, and I am chiseling my way into it. Chiseler, uh, spelled with one L or two Ls, is a noun. I am the chiseler. That would be a weird superhero name. Uh, Next, we have chiseled, with one L or two Ls. Adjective from 1781, formed or crafted as if with a chisel, as in chiseled good looks also is in a chiseled essay also is in a chiseled physique 
None of those pertain to me. Next, we have Chi Square. C H I hyphen square. Chi Square. Noun from 1900. Uh, and the next one is going to be similar too, and they have longish definitions. So, Chi Square. A statistic that is a sum of terms, each of which is a quotient obtained by dividing the square of the difference between the observed and theoretical values of a quantity by the theoretical value. And then we have chi-square distribution, which is a noun from circa 1956. This definition is even longer. Can I do it in one breath? Let's find out. A probability density function that gives the distribution of the sum of the squares of a number of independent random variables, each with a normal distribution with zero mean and unit variance that has the property that the sum of two or more random variables with such a distribution also has one and that is widely used in testing statistical hypotheses, especially about the theoretical and observed values in a quantity and about population variances and standard deviations. Oh, I had to take a pause because I lost my place. Uh, did that make sense to you? Did the way I reread it help or hurt? It probably hurted you, your brain. All right, let's move on to chit, C-H-I-T. First form, noun from 1578. One is archaic. The synonym is child. You can, if you have a child, you can, you can call them your chit. Or if you are a child, you can say, I'm a chit. Number two, a pert young woman. Uh, okay, that should probably say slang, but it doesn't. Uh, this is from Middle English, chit, C-H-I-T-T-E, which means kitten or cub. Second form of chit, noun from 1757. One, a short letter or note, especially a signed voucher of a small debt, as for food. Number two, a small slip of paper with writing on it. And this is another one that comes from Hindi and Urdu. Uh, let's see, the Hindi is C-I-T-T-H-I. Uh, Chithi, maybe? Chithi. Uh, and then the Urdu has the H in there to make it a ch sound. Chithi, I think. Uh, okay, next and last word for this episode is chit-chat. One word, noun from 1605. The synonyms are small talk and gossip. And then chit-chat is also an intransitive verb. Let's chit-chat. There is nobody here but me, so I am chit-chatting with myself. It's, uh, you know, we got, we got the word chat, we're talking, but then I think chit just makes it small. Chit-chat. Uh, yeah. It says it's a reduplication. I think that's what that abbreviation means, a reduplication of chat. Yeah, okay. So... We had chiropterin, chirp, chirpy, chir, chirrup, chirrupy, chiru, uh, chirurgeon, chisel, chiseled, chi-square, chi-square distribution, chit, and chit-chat. Uh, let's see. We got that. We got that. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's very obvious which one I want to pick as the word of the episode. Uh, uh, you know, I think... Just because I loved the uh, the evolution of the word, I'm going to pick chirurgeon as the word of the episode. It starts with a C-H-I, obviously. Uh, it's just surgeon. Chirurgeon, 
If you got a problem with your body, you gotta go see a chirurgeon. That was fun. All right, let's look at the holidays for June 12th. It is World Day Against Child Labor. Is child labor still happening around the world? Yes, it is, but that is why we need to talk about it and make it not happen. Because the child's we can also say the chits. The chits don't need to be working. They need to be chitting. They need to be they need to be little chits doing their stuff, learning about the world and playing. That's you got to be a chit. Uh, it's World Day against chit labor. Uh, it is also Philippines Independence Day. In the UK, it is Queen's birthday. Is it actually her birthday today? I think it might be. Uh, in Russia, it is Russian Day. In Brazil, it is Valentine's Day. In Paraguay, it is Piece of Chaco. Piece of Chaco. I would like a piece of Chaco. Uh, let's see. In uh, Paraguay, Chaco Armistice Day. I think that's the same. Um, let's see. In Finland, it is Helsinki Day. In Lagos State, it is June 12th commemoration. They're just commemorating this day. In the U.S., it is Loving Day. Now, Loving Day, oh, Loving versus Virginia struck down uh, all anti-miscegenation laws. Okay, so it's not about loving. It's about uh, what? Where? Where does the name Loving come from? Who? Who is Loving? Is that their last name? Uh, I. Why is it not showing me? Anyway, I'm not gonna delve too deep into that. Um, let's see, sorry about the mouth smacks, I'm trying to minimize those, uh, June 12th, here are the fun holidays, uh, National Rosé Day, uh, the day I'm recording this, it was National Moscato Day, so yes, we're gonna probably see a whole bunch of other wine days throughout the year, it is, uh, see, now here it says National Loving Day, and they got a picture of the heart, uh, so, are there two? Okay, let's let's just read this. Uh, the holiday is, of course, about spreading love, but ironically, it also references the names of Mildred and Richard Loving, who fought against the laws confining them and everyone else from marrying interracially. Ah, okay. So yes, this is definitely a very good, important thing to celebrate. And yes, ironically, their last name is Loving, and it's all about just love. Love is love. Just, just don't. <laughs> Don't be mean and hateful. Come on. Come on, people. Anyway, so yeah, that's a very good, very good thing. Um, and then lastly, it is National Peanut Butter Cookie Day. Oh, man, it's been a long time since I had a peanut butter cookie, and they are so tasty because I like me some peanut butter. All right. I think that's it. I think I said all the things that I have to say, and can I say more? I can. Am I gonna? No, I'm not. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.